0: The Fantasy Football Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted, same-game parlays to live, in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet a 100 and get a $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T state restrictions apply we're also brought to you by the sgpn nfl playoff challenge 500 dollars in cash and prizes are up for grabs exclusively on the sgpn app and welcome in to the fantasy football podcast presented by the sports gambling podcast network i am your host justin bruni joining me tonight as always is mr andrew td king rob how we doing
1: sir Fantastic, man. Playoffs are here. I'm ready to lose a shit ton of money gambling. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> dogs, baby. Dogs. Find That's your right. dogs.
1: Yeah, so I'm very excited for some football here, some playoff football. You know, really diving into the FFPC playoff challenge. Been doing a shit ton of underdog best ball playoff stuff. So, mm. I mean, I got a lot on the line. I'm ready to sit down, watch these games, soak it all in, and not have to worry about my commanders losing because, you know, they just don't even make it in. So, you
0: know. not playing. That'll help. That'll help. No, I'm excited for some uh, some playoffs as well. Been riding with the underdog drafts. We got uh, my FFPC where that we're covering tonight. We're gonna be going over our favorite playoff picks in fantasy football. Regular season's over, but that doesn't mean that fantasy football has to end. So shout out uh, my FFPC. I believe we're running a promo with them right now. Do you have that uh, pulled up? How folks can uh, save some money with them?
1: Yeah, so um I actually just dropped an article today uh on uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can go there, check out the article. There's a link that you can click on that'll take you right to the sign up. You can, you know, just just use the link or if you just go old school and go to myffpc.com and go to sign up. You can use our promo code SGP. You get a $25 credit off of any $35 or more entry fee. So they, uh, for the playoff challenges, there's a $35 entry point. Then there's also a $200 entry point. Obviously it changes how much you get paid out, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, feel free to go in there. Um, you know, if you're having trouble finding the link or whatever the case may be, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at a Rob 23. Or of course, if you're in the discord, just put it in there. Um, you know, anybody will be able to tell you where to find it. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Use our promo code SGP. You'll save money. You get $25 off. If you're at the 35, you're only going to wind up paying 10 bucks. So it's yep. a pretty sweet deal. Uh, and then the 200, 200 yeah, is a lot, but hey, 25 bucks off. You're looking at 175. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, we're going to dive in here. We're going to start uh, going over our favorite picks in my FFPC uh, Andrew, before we do that, though, give the folks kind of a rundown of the rules and just kind of the background of the, the game format so they kind of understand where we're coming from when we are sharing our picks.
1: Yep. Yeah, there, there's a lot to goes. You know, it's funny. This is a super simple contest to do, but there's a lot of thinking strategy, um, you know, how you want to play each team, you know, so, so there's a lot to think about. But essentially, the, the overview is. You're playing 12 different players, Uh, so there's two teams immediately that you're going to fade. You're going to pick no players from. You can only pick one player from each team. So, for example, if you take Josh Allen, can't take Steph Diggs, no Singletary, no Knox, just Josh Allen, nobody else from the Bills. Um, And and the way that this contest works is each round, obviously there's going to be teams that lose, so you get the points from your player. So, like, let's say you took... DK Metcalf, right, and the, C, the the Seahawks lose. DK Metcalf got ten points. You get those ten points. Now he obviously no longer gets you any more points because that Seahawks have lost. You know, and so next week, whoever's still in, those people get you points. Um, the scoring structure is pretty close to regular fantasy: four point for passing touchdowns, six for six point for rushing receiving touchdowns. The cool thing about FFPC, though, is they always hold a premium on tight ends. It is 1.5 points per reception for tight ends. So you do get a little bit of a boost for that. Um, and then whatever players, whatever two players you have left that are in the Super Bowl, they get double the points for the Super Bowl. So if Kelsey's in the Super Bowl and you have Kelsey, every catch he gets is immediately three points because he gets 1.5 times two plus the yardage. So it is nice to have a tight end to make it to the Super Bowl. Obviously, you know, a lot of people are going to be on Kelsey and we'll get into that a little bit about mm-hmm. how much leverage you're going to have on the field, depending on players, you know, depending on, on who you pick. So, th- again, a lot of game theory strategy that goes into this. You can galaxy brain the shit out of your lineups. I mean, last night I was just sitting here like making these lineups and I'm like, OK, if I go this way, I know I can get this guy in this guy out. Right. I can fade this team. You know, it's it's so simple of a contest. But, man, there's so much that really goes into it. So um, we'll, we'll kind of talk about each little thing as we go through the teams here.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. And yeah, I was having the same issue. I kept adding a player and I'm like, wait a minute, is he going to make that run? You know, is is he going to be there at the end? You know what I mean? And then I'm, I'm tinkering like, wait a minute, you know, do I, you know, a lot of these teams it's like, which receiver do I want? Like, you know, do I, you know, go top heavy with like an AJ Brown or a Devontae Smith. Right. Cause like those guys, you would feel like, you know, could make a run or just the the Eagles in general. And I'm just sitting there going back and forth, like, you know, cause now other than just compiling my lineup, I have to say if I'm going to go chalk or contrarian. And that's been uh it's been pretty difficult for me so far. So I'm excited to get talking here. Uh let's start with the quarterback position. I'm gonna throw up my first pick. I got Josh Allen. I really like the extra upside that I get with the rushing touchdowns. Like you had mentioned, you know, you you have four point passing touchdowns here. So getting a rushing quarterback, I feel like, is a, is a really good idea. I like the Jalen Hurts approach. I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's playing this weekend, though. Jalen Hurts isn't. So, obviously, he's got a really good matchup this first week up against Miami. I think he's going to start off with a bang. Miami's a terrible matchup for quarterbacks, so I feel like he's going to be coming out of the gate, and he's one of these high-volume quarterbacks that are going to have a lot of touches, whether it's passing attempts, whether it's direct run attempts. I feel like he'll be heavily involved, and I don't know about you, but, I mean, Bills feel kind of not like a team of destiny, but it feels like it could be their year. Team of destiny is kind of an overplayed verbiage.
1: Yeah. um, And and it's funny, you know, you you hit on the one thing that people end up talking about is what position are you okay with having on the Eagles and the Chiefs? Because obviously you're taking a big fat zero week one. Right. Not not the worst case, obviously, because we really do think that both of those teams will win their first Mm -hmm. matchup. But, I mean, again, like at the quarterback position, that's probably one of your positions that's going to score a little bit more uh, points. So taking a zero at that week one is going to hurt you in the long term because, again, right. it's not a week-by-week week case here. It's the entirety of the contest. So your score is just being added on every week. It's not going to reset week two. So you got to kind of remember that going forward. Um, you know, with that said, I took a quarterback that's playing week one as well, and I took Joe Burr. Um, okay. You know, I, I just the, – the more I thought about – the Bengals and and again, I do have some lineups with Chase with mm-hmm. you know Higgins and stuff. But the more I thought about him, the more I just kept making a case for Burrow to be the guy that you want on the Bengals. You know, uh, T Higgins and Chase are are pretty close in targets, in you know a dot in fantasy points. Like they're, they're just very similar. So really, you know, I know there's no salary cap to this, but when you think about it, like either one of those guys could kind of go off, and the other one could be left in the dust a little bit. Same thing with Mixon, right? Mixon could have a really nice game. I mean, hell, he could have three or four touchdowns, but what are the odds of of that happening? It's probably lower than Chase. And, you know, so I I just made myself a case for Burrow the more and more I thought about it. So I I wanted to bring that this lineup onto here because of that. Because, again, Mm -hmm. you got to think about each team, who you think could be the person who scores the most points. If they get knocked out week one, you also want to try to have the person who scored the most points on that team because, you know, then that kind of gives you leverage over the field. Like, if you know, again, like if you take – you know, if you take the Bengals and they lose week one for whatever reason, and you took Joe Burrow and he is the only one who, you know, he has three passing touchdowns and each one of the other guys only have one touchdown, right. then obviously he's scored the most. So, again, it's uh, there's so many different ways to think about this contest. So easy, but so much critical thinking.
0: Well, I love the Joe Burrow pick. He was one of the guys I was high on coming into this what's year. Your, I was what's your very, team name, by the way? My team name?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You had to set a team name up when you
0: did um, I don't it, think It would I, have been
1: the first thing you probably just put Justin Bruni like not even I, at it.
0: That's probably oh S G P N J B.
1: Oh, okay, I yeah. see. See this one, I like to I like to cater them to what I want to do. So this one I I named it Ice Ice Burrow. Oh, okay,
0: okay, you
1: okay. know, little play like all words it. there. I like it. Last hey. year, I did a Brady one. I did "Many Men with Death Upon Me" because that's the the video that him and Gronk did. So
0: <laughs> right, right. I like that straight swag. Now, Burrow's a great pick. Uh, I mean, I, I like the Bengals to run back to the to the Super Bowl. Obviously, you know, probably gonna have to go through you know, Chiefs, Bills, one or the other. What are your thoughts on Mahomes here? I mean, he's the top QB this season in fantasy. What are your thoughts on you know going with that approach? You know, obviously holding him out of the the first week but what do you think you could get out of that if you did move forward with him because i feel like he's going to be really popular in this in this format still
1: on the show that I did last night with Kramer and Sean uh talking about this, that that mm-hmm. is who I had as my quarterback is Mahomes. Because, okay. again, like, if they make a big run, it's probably just on the back of Mahomes, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. – I know McKinnon's, like, having a really good game, and that's kind of a way to get contrarian. You know, he's had a bunch of weeks in a row now. But yeah. still, Mahomes is still getting those touchdowns as well. What are the right. odds that McKinnon gets three or four touchdowns in a game? Mm-hmm. Unlikely. Really, the only guy I see on that team that could potentially do that besides Mahomes is Kelsey. But, right. I mean, I, I assume – Kelsey to Mahomes is at least two to one on the field, so I mean, mm-hmm. I just think there's going to be double the amount of people who have Kelsey as opposed to Mahomes in this thing. So again, you kind of want to have leverage at different positions as well, um, you know, based off of how much you you know think projected ownership is going to be.
0: Right, and, and that's fair, and that's fair. Um, so ranking them seems seems like we have Burrow and Allen higher than Mahomes and, and Hertz. Is that just strictly because of the lack of week one action?
1: Yeah, I would say in in totality, yeah. Um I still think Mahomes could outscore both of them even missing a week because again like you know the the ability what Andy Reid I think is going to want to do in the playoffs is is really showcase that Mahomes is is, is the man. Like he is mm-hmm. the best quarterback no matter what anybody else says. They they have the skill position players to back it up as well. So I I do think he could still catch them in points especially if he makes it to the Super Bowl. Remember that's double points. So You know, there is a case for that. But, yeah, I mean, Burrow and Allen are definitely ahead of, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else as far as points are concerned.
0: I hear you there. Um, Anything else to touch on on the quarterbacks before we move on?
1: Uh, No. uh, Again, you know, you you just really want to just think about the team. Think about what their game theory is going to look like, what their scripts might look like. You know, I kind of went and looked at, you know, round one, who do I think is going to win, who would Mm -hmm. they play round two, Take it from there. Who do I think is going to win between that matchup? So, I mean, I kind of laid it out for myself and looked at it and was like, okay, if this team makes it this far, this player is probably going to score their most points. If I got close on two, I kind of went contrarian just to be a little bit, you know, less or more contrarian on the field, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. based off the leverage and projected ownerships. Uh, You can find projected ownership uh, out there as well, by the way. But yeah, so, I mean, as far as quarterbacks concerned, I I think we pretty much touched on it all, but just, just think about the game theory and game scripts. All right.
0: First running back I have up is Christian McCaffrey. Coastal. been On a roll. And you have him in your lineup as well. So let's yep. let's let's run through the 49ers and their opportunities here. I'm expecting them to take care of business versus Seattle. Seattle is an underdog. Are we gonna get uh, our face smashed in by Geno Smith? I mean, is, is is there any danger here that we should be concerned about? Because I mean it's, it's the NFL playoffs, man. Anything can happen.
1: Uh well. I think that there's a very slim chance that the Seahawks beat the Niners, but that doesn't necessarily make me want to fade the Seahawks as one of my two fade teams, especially Mm -hmm. for this lineup. And I'll I'll explain why later on. But um, you know, I I do think Seattle can surprise some people this week. I think Mm -hmm. I I do still think they're going to lose, but I think that they could have a good game. Um, You know, they have some positional players that play a lot of the snaps, and I I I just obviously I think they're going to be behind. And um, I, I do think that they could have a potentially higher scoring team total, um, you know, than, than what people think as well. But, yeah, I mean, CMC is far and beyond, I think, the best play here. Now, I do mm-hmm. think it's going to be similar between him and Kittle as far as ownership. Um, I do think CMC beats out Kittle, but, I mean, Kittle's I, yeah, string. I have,
0: to, I have to imagine so.
1: Yeah, and, but, but I mean, if you think about it, since Purdy came in, Gittle's like, been like researched right like yeah his- but I think that also
0: is due to the Debo Samuel injury not so much Christian McCaffrey like I think the the biggest hindrance to Christian McCaffrey right now is honestly a healthy Elijah Mitchell because they're using him like I I was dreaming they would use him you know before he got hurt in week one mm-hmm. Um, for me I, I I feel safe with with CMC I do feel like they are going to beat them I only ask because again like it is the playoffs anything can happen you do have still a more experienced quarterback in Geno Smith over Brock Purdy. I mean, and again, it's Geno Smith. He was a top 10 quarterback this week. We discussed this on our um, quarterback review show last week. He's not someone that we trust going forward, but we're still in the moment. You know, We're still in the present, and he's had a, a pretty good season. The high leverage point for Geno Smith and the Seahawks is going to be their receivers. The high leverage point for Seattle is going to be CMC in the run game because Seattle is just so, so bad up against the run. There's so many you know plus opportunities there ninth most receptions to running back seventh most most rushing touchdowns to running back fifth most receiving yards to running back fourth most fantasy points per games to running back like cmc should absolutely eat in this game and i guess that's where i'm just like getting you know the shivers down my back is like yeah maybe he goes off but then they just lose because you know you got a rookie qb that could you know make a drastic mistake at any given time
1: yeah, See, and that's the nice thing about too, like e- even if that happens cmc probably still has a really good game and mm-hmm. if he has a really good game he's still gonna score a bunch of points like McCaffrey, to me is is um safe on the game script whether they're winning mm-hmm. or losing he's gonna get his so if they do lose you could still potentially have the running back position be okay for you in totality because he's still mm-hmm. gonna probably score a decent amount of points even in a loss so right. again like you kind of want to think about that like which team could potentially lose but score a bunch of points no matter what and then, you know, it's it's okay to take the L on, on that team because, again, you only have one person per team. So it's not like you're going to take a massive L if a team that you think is going to win ends up losing.
0: Right. Um, I would say that Tyler Lockett should probably be in consideration then as well because, like I said, like – well, and, and DK Metcalf too. I mean, both of those guys are going to have a good matchup. 49ers, oddly, as good as their defenses have been, it's a very – plus matchup for receivers and fantasy so i think those two would definitely fit that mold for you like kind of those one and done home run type of hits where either Mm -hmm. one of those guys could honestly come down with multiple touchdowns um let's go with your next running back pick we had the same pick for our first running back who's the next running back you have up
1: i got ken walker all right stay right right here yeah this is probably my my biggest contrarian play in in this lineup and and uh, the reason being that Last week when everything was on the line for Seattle, he played 90, 90 or 91% of the snaps. Um, mm-hmm. That really showed me that when push comes to shove, they're going to keep Ken Walker in there for mm-hmm. for those valuable touches, um, You know, barring any injury, of course. So I, I just think that this is a way for me to get really contrarian on the field. I don't think it's too cute um, for, for, for my lineup because, again, I think in your lineup you need to look at how many contrarian plays do you have how many chalky plays do you have and like what's kind of sitting right in the middle. This one's mm-hmm. pretty contrarian of a play. I, I doubt, I think his ownership's going to be less than 2% in the, in the whole contest. I mean, people are going to either fade the Seahawks completely or take DK, you know, one of those guys. So for me, Ken Walker, it's a guy that could lose. Obviously I think the Seahawks will lose, but I think he could have a, a pretty decent game um, as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think he could catch five, six balls. Um, you know, possibly a touchdown if he does any of that and they still lose i'll still feel okay with having him in my lineup and and, and taking that l
0: well the thing is we're gonna have losers in our lineups regardless everybody is so that's just what you have to keep in mind like you're not trying to build the perfect lineup that's gonna have you know every player being able to advance every round you just want to pick the high volume high opportunity players and i i like that pick my second pick i feel like is is kind of a mirror, mirror of that He doesn't have a great matchup this first week in the playoffs, but he is playing this first week of the playoffs, and that's Joe Mixon. He's going up against the Ravens here, and while and and you were you kind of touched on like the uh, T Higgins and Jamar Chase. If I'm if I'm betting between those two and Joe Mixon, who's going to score the most touchdowns in the playoffs, I'm probably going to lean with Mixon just because of. The high amount of touches, the red zone availability, and really, you know, he's a pretty big focal point for them in the playoffs last year when they made their big run. He was getting a lot of touches, and specifically, he had over five targets in each game except for, I believe, the Kansas City game. That was, uh, you know, that, that was a grinded out type of type of game. I know Jamar Chase was pretty uh, included in that one down the stretch of the game, but that was the only one where he didn't have over five targets. So, I'm expecting him to be involved in the passing game this week. It's not a great matchup up against Baltimore. But he did score a touchdown uh, against them last week, in, in Week 18, that that was nice to see. But he really wasn't that efficient. But I don't think that they needed him to be. I, obviously, they knew that they were going to the playoffs. They just didn't know, you know, the the final position that they were going to be in. So I like him out of the sense of I'm just getting high high volume and high amount of touches. Obviously, I have a guy in you know Josh Allen that could you know potentially go to the Super Bowl and score a lot of points. If Mixon can get to the AFC Championship, I still feel like I'm I'm rolling there. Like I'm I'm getting back a good amount of availability to touches and available potential points for the matchups. You know that you know could wind up happening per each team winning. So um, it's it's not one that I love based on like the numbers because he's just completely fallen off a shelf since like that 55. Uh, fantasy point game. Who are they playing that week? Do you remember?
1: Oh my god, I was. Uh, I, I don't remember. I can tell you
0: like in a second. Give me. I, I have it like right I, here.
1: I, I actually like the mix Carolina. and play and caroline Oh my god, yeah, that makes sense. um <laughs> I, I I I actually like the mix and play. I'm I will have mixing in some lineups as well because I think it's a very good player to get contrarian at because everyone's going to be on Chase and Digs. Oh, yep. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chase and, and Higgins. Higgs, um, yeah. yeah so I, I I think that it's a very good again like. That's a player to me. That's like an all-star at being contrarian because he's a very good player. You don't really are, you're not dipping that much in production from like Chase and Higgins to him. Right, Still yeah. heavily involved. Very good team. Good running back on a great team. So yeah, I, I actually like the, the the mix and call. That that's somebody I will have in some of my lineups. All
0: right, let's move over to receiver. You can go ahead with your your first wide receiver pick.
1: Yeah, uh, first one here is Chris Godwin. Um oh, again,
0: same same one as me. So we got the same one again
1: yeah i i like godwin more than evans again like i talked about this yesterday because i have godwin <laughs> i already have godwin in like four out of my five lineups i just okay i think that if the bucks make a a run even if it's a two-game run i think he's the one that's going to see the most targets he's been the most reliable receiver through throughout the whole year for brady mm-hmm. evans has only obviously just come on now with this last game so i think that that might hold a little bias to people too Is like oh he just three touchdowns like yeah let's go with evan so i think it it's probably not going to be as chalky as people think to have godwin but i do think that will he'll be the most owned of all the bucks um i right. i did want to potentially get contrarian with leonard fournette just can't pull the trigger on him i I, mm-hmm. do, I really just think that godwin has the most potential to see the most volume in this offense um especially if they go on a little bit of a run here so um yeah plus a little bias you know shout out penn state love chris godwin
0: I'm all about it. He has been Tom's favorite target. The volume is always there. Like they're going to pass a lot. And in my opinion, if Tampa is going to make a run, it's going to be on the back of Tom Brady throwing the ball 45 plus times. I could very well see, you know, if say they play two games, three games, he has over 10 targets in each, each one of them. You know, that, that's just where I'm going. And Mike Evans. Yeah. He popped off in week 18. I'm, I'm not buying that. I'm not, I'm not buying that to repeat. He's, He's been a shell of himself this season. Still had a respectable year in terms of just like receivers, but in fantasy he was incredibly disappointing and he doesn't, doesn't have that high trust level. Uh, he was getting decent volume as well. You know, even prior to the Carolina game, just wasn't doing anything with it. This wasn't very efficient and uh, making his touches very meaningful. And he's not a guy that is just like hungry for production. He's hungry to win. You know, he, he's hungry to do uh, his role to, to perform to his best role and be either a decoy or open up the field for other weapons and options. Evans is a dog. He just wants to win the game. He's not caring about our fantasy team. Do,
1: is Brady uh, one of those quarterbacks that you could potentially put in one of these lineups? Or, or is that too cute? I think
0: that's too cute because yeah. I feel like they're still risky to go to the Super Bowl. And I want one of these guys. I mean, it's, it's tough for me to not lay off Allen with him playing in each week, potentially, if they can make a run to the Super Bowl. I think it's very agreeable to your pick with Joe Burrow just the same. We saw them do it last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. people weren't betting on them to do it this year. They will be this year. I can guarantee you that. But um, when I, I I picked the Bengals to win their first matchup up against the Raiders, that was you know kind of an easy one, right? But every from that game, from what I had saw, I bet them the rest of the way through the playoffs. Obviously, I didn't win in the Super Bowl, but you know I, I still cashed you know a few tickets prior. So mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't think Tom's a good pick. I feel like. You know, yeah, maybe they get out of the first game. I think I think they do beat uh, Dallas, actually. But if they go into to Philadelphia, I don't know, man. The, that defense has been really good. Their offense has so many weapons. It's it's tough for me to buy that. Would I be surprised if it happened? No. It's Tom Brady. It's
1: I awesome. know. That's why I want to do a Brady lineup. I'm just like, just ah, one. man.
0: Just do one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's getting too cute, but this is fantasy football. Fantasy is supposed to be fun. If Tom brought you a ton of success and made you some money, that would be fun. It's Tom Brady. Come on.
1: That's very true. Hmm. All right.
0: Our next pick, I'll just uh, shift over to my first uh, receiver pick other than Godwin was AJ Brown, obviously not playing in the first week, but he's Jalen hurts, favorite target. And the Eagles are going to be favored to come out of the NFC uh, to represent um, their conference in the Super Bowl. I think that's just kind of keeping it simple there. I'm not getting the high quarterback usage because he's obviously going to be out week one. And I feel like swapping hurts for a receiver is more adequate. And I, I don't I'm not interested in Miles Sanders. You know, like that that was kind of the toss-up between me. I was like, do I go, do I go Sanders or do I go AJ Brown? But if you're just sitting there asking yourself, you're just like in the back of your head, you know what's AJ Brown's answer. You know what I mean? Like just look at the body of work of both of them across the season. AJ Brown has been far less bustable, far less goose eggable, if you will. So I'm I have a lot of trust in him. I I think a lot of drafters should. Um, yeah, the, the only downside is just you're missing out in this first week.
1: Yeah, I co-sign. I also have AJ Brown in here. Um, I, I um, do. I'm probably going to have a lineup for every single positional player, uh, including Miles Sanders, in, in one lineup. I do. Okay. I do think so. I'm buying into the narrative a little bit that Jalen Hurts is probably a little bit more hurt in his arm than he's letting on to be. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, they're going to try to run the ball a little bit more than they probably need to in the playoffs. So I I think that it's an okay play. I do agree with you, though. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith are probably the top two guys that you want to take from this team outside Mm -hmm. of Hurts. Dallas Goddard, though, is very very interesting to me. Again, with the tight end premium scoring of Mm -hmm. 1.5 points, if he has even a, a remotely decent game, you know, if they make it to the Super Bowl and you have him and he makes six catches, that's six times three, that's 18 points straight out of the gate. Without yardage, so without touchdowns. Me, a-
0: you're telling me to take Kelsey and Goddard.
1: I, listen, yes. I, I I do think that that is very viable. Now, I, based off of all the trends, um, you don't want to really go more than, than three tight ends. They say two is probably optimal. Um, yeah, I was
0: going to say, like, I, I think that's getting a little dangerous.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Three, three to me is probably the borderline that you really want to go to. One or two is probably where you, you know, where you really want to go. And I probably mm. should have hit this at the top of the thing based on all the trends. um, You definitely want to have more wide receivers than, than running backs in your lineup. Mm. Now, again, I'm, I'm a component of trends are trends until they aren't. So I don't mind bucking it a little bit, mm. but if you're only going to do one lineup or two, I, I'd probably stick to, to the data and, and kind of do what that suggests. But if you're doing 10, 15 lineups, whatever the case may be, then, you know, I think some of them are okay to, to kind of buck the trend a little bit.
0: Oh, I definitely buck the trend of mine. I got two receivers and that's it. And Kelsey. Oh shit, Kelsey's in there too. <laughs> I I'm I'm chasing the high volume. I'm I'm chasing the touches. You know, and the ground game is is the the safe path, especially in the playoffs. You know, when you're just trying to get yards, move the change, put change, chains, possess the ball. You know, just run the clock. I think those are very valuable assets to any team in the playoff, and that's why you'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll go down my list here um you know A.J. Brown will be my last receiver that I covered so um, I feel really good about him like I said even with Hurts like he was okay in his return I think the main thing was is that he returned you know what I mean like we're not expecting Minshew in that first game so and he gets this extra week of rest I I think that you know we're gonna make day with with any of these guys you know like like you said Goddard good situation A.J. Brown what about Devontae Smith he was he was the first name that I had and I was like you know what I don't know. A.J. Brown, I feel like he's just going to ball out in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith over the last like six weeks has been better than, than mm-hmm. A.J. Brown in totality. Um, but I think, you know, obviously when push comes to shove, I think A.J. Brown just, you know, the connection with him and Hurts is re- is going to shine in the playoffs if they're going to really do anything. Devontae Smith is is great. Mm-hmm. I just think that A.J. Brown will probably have a little bit more of an edge in the playoffs.
0: I just think more concentration of targets. It's, it's going to be, obviously, pinnacle moment for both teams, whoever winds up advancing to the Eagles, but I feel like they're going to you know, really try to attack him, especially early in the game, get, it, get him really easy touches, um, not have to force Hurts to you know push the ball down the field right away, and Devonta Smith is kind of more of that screamer down the sidelines. He's going to open things up. He's going to be that deep threat, and I'm hoping that A.J. Brown will clean up underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, who – oh, your second receiver.
1: Uh, so I I did have a second wrist here. I already said Godwin, and then I just agreed with you with AJ Brown. So I did actually give out two so far.
0: Oh, but you have you're, you're, I'm saying the next guy on your list.
1: Okay, let's go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Steph Diggs. I mean, if it's oh. not Josh, yeah, if it's not Josh Allen, it's Steph Diggs. You know, I, and I, now I do think there is a small case for Dawson Knox again with the tight end premium. Dawson Knox could have a decent playoffs mm. if that happens. Then you're you're in a good spot. But I think the top Ooh. two easily for this team are Allen and, and Diggs. So, I mean, if Easily, you're not going yeah. Allen, yeah, if you're not going Allen, Diggs is the next safest thing, uh, you know, personally now with that said, obviously we've seen Diggs have a, uh, terrible fantasy championship run, you know, like, so mm-hmm. it does scare me a little bit that, you know, the bills are one of those teams that they don't need to hyper focus on Diggs to, to win. Josh Allen is good enough to, to do it on his own with other yep. guys and run the yep. ball. and, so obviously that's why Allen is probably the the number one overall suggested pick for this format. So you know again but I, I'm not leaving the Bills off of, of my lineup. I'm not fading them whatsoever. I'm not putting them at my defense, no kicker, none of that. It's going to be a positional uh, you know a positional player and since I didn't go Allen, I I, I went Diggs and again like Diggs is going to be pretty chalky as well. I think those two picks are going to be extremely chalky, but of course it is what it is. I mean it, again like it's really hard to build a very good case for Knox for singletary i i want to stay away from running backs in general because i think james cook and singletary are a lot closer in um skills than than what about
0: uh, what about gabe davis four (sighs) touchdowns last year yeah
1: f that noise no it ain't happening (laughs) again and if that happens again i'll 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 just eat my words you know like yeah yeah, it's it's so hard to buy
0: i i agree with you he has he hasn't done enough you know up to this point to you know give us that trust level but at the same time what did he do last year before he had four touchdowns in a game you know what i mean like it, it could happen. It could happen. I won't I won't have him in any, any of my lineups, that's for sure. Um, I like the Diggs option. If you're not going with Allen, Diggs is definitely the next guy up that you'd want to focus in on. Um, I think Singletary could be in that mix as well. A lot of experience there. Been with them for a while. Uh, we saw him kind of resurge last year in the playoffs. So I think that could be a decent one. But clearly, Allen and Diggs are going to be the, the top guys there. And I, I really feel like it's a difficult argument to even go on top of Diggs or, or go his direction, I should say, because of what you had mentioned. Allen just distributes the ball. You know, he moves it around to everybody, and he's going to keep some too. I would put him at least at least two to three rushing touchdowns in this playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, very possible.
0: All right, next up, uh, we'll go with my first you flex. Wanna, I got.
1: What's up? Do you want to do you want to hit up Jake's question there? I saw Jake put that, that question in the chat. I don't have CD in my lineup, so I don't mind talking about him. Do you have him mm-hmm. in yours?
0: I do not have CD in mine.
1: So, so let's just talk about CD here for a quick second since, since neither one of us have him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think, you know, for Jake's question, I do think he's going to be the chalk for Dallas. I mean, I I think there will be people yeah. taking okay. Dak. Obviously, you know, it's Cowboys America's team, as everyone says. So I, mm-hmm. I do think there's people going to pick Dak. I do think CD is going to be the chalk. I think the other two that are probably be decently owned. And, and again, this is one of those teams where I think it's going to be pretty evenly distributed. But CD is going to be the cream, you know. The cream for for Dallas, essentially, um, I do think Dalton Schultz and Tony Pollard will will be the other guys that are in the mix. I really think no one's. I don't think there's gonna be too many people who take Zeke to be honest. I think it's gonna re- really be Tony Pollard, CD Schultz, and Dak. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I do think so, Jake. Um, honestly, if I'm if I'm picking Dallas in my lineup, um, you know that's probably the guy I'll end up just taking. Um, maybe Schultz. That's a interesting thing because I mean Schultz gets enough work in the Mm -hmm. Cowboys offense, but yeah. So, I mean, CD is definitely going to be the chalk though, for sure.
0: I took Pollard. I can just kind of bump onto him as my first flex. He was my second flex, but we can just kind of move on to him. Good little segue here. Um, When this team has had success, he's been like the focal point of the offense. Like when, when they were really good and they were on their uh, uh, good run to start the season, he was the guy that was breaking things open for them. And I feel like the best way to attack this Tampa D is to pass to your running back. It's kind of been a narrative for them. Uh, the past couple of seasons. I will say, though, uh, Tampa has improved to be a top-10 team for fewest uh, passes allowed to the running back position this season. So they have kind of cleaned it up a bit, but between their pass rush and what they can do up the middle, I don't think it provides a ton of upside for Zeke in week one. Now, obviously, that's just week one of the playoffs. They could they could move on. Um, if they If they move on, I believe they take on the Eagles, and we've seen both Zeke and Pollard have success against them this season. So I think that Obviously, I don't like Zeke in that first one, but I think he could be okay in that second matchup. Obviously, from there, there's a lot more question marks. You don't know who's going to, you know, come through on the other side. But at the same time, I still feel like Pollard is the best play. I would honestly, I would prefer Pollard over Lamb because I feel like he will get the highest concentration from the defense. Go ahead and beat us with Michael Gallup. Go ahead and beat us with Noah Brown. And yeah, you know, they're, you're going to throw to your running back, whatever. But I feel like he's going to be the guy to you know remove from the equation because if you can do that, you're really limiting what Dak can do as far mm-hmm. as you know operating the offense and from from a fantasy perspective, right? So that's a big reason why I didn't like Dak was because yeah, oh America's team, they got a shot, they could make their run. No, I'm not buying it. Uh, been just way too inconsistent, and that's just been the narrative of their team for this year, last season. You never know what team is going to come out with the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys. Is it going to be a um you know a defensive stopping group where you know the offense doesn't have to do a lot or is it going to be a game where the offense just blows up and has to score a lot of points you don't know which team you're going to get and so i feel a little bit more shaky but i feel like i can at least get at least one big game out of tony pollard and potentially two yep. i would put a hard stop in them at the eagles
1: yeah definitely um i i do agree with your sentiment though about tony pollard i think he's he's probably you know the second best guy to get on this team behind mm. CD, you know, and I do think that there's a path for him to earn even more work than he did in the regular season. Cause I feel like in the regular season, they they were like snap counting him and keeping him fresh. Mm. I mean, it's the playoffs now. There he ain't didn't no play at all
0: him. against Tampa Bay in week one. Like he he barely touched the ball.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think they've been saving him up for the playoffs and this is a time to unleash your best running back Dallas. Exactly. Get Zeke off the damn field. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but but again, that's kind of why I like Schultz, because if CD gets concentrated on and, mm-hmm. you know, they're mixing in Zeke and and Pollard, I do think that, that Schultz has a very good chance to catch, you know, five, six balls a game. I mean, if that happens mm-hmm. and they make a, a little bit of a run, you're going to get a fuck ton of points from Dalton Schultz. So, I mean, just, you know, it's it's one of the reasons why I like this contest too, is that the tight ends hold a premium on it, even though the trends don't show that you should take that many.
0: Right. Well, your next two picks are very similar to two. (laughs) Exactly. Your your two are similar to mine. We both have Travis Etienne and Austin Eckler. Let's start with Etienne. What are your thoughts on him?
1: So, yes. So, Etienne, I just figured, um, you know, the the Chargers have a very soft run defense. So he he has a potential to score a lot of points. So even if they lose, he still has a path to scoring the most points for the Jaguars. If they do win, which I do think is possible, then they move Mm -hmm. on, which will probably play the Chiefs. Chiefs also a pretty decent matchup for ETN. Yep. So, the, the path for him is, is pretty easy as far as how you get to maximum points. I mm-hmm. think Christian Kirk's an okay play for them as well. I would really stay away from Trevor, unless you're really thinking that they're going to make it to the, like the AFC Conference Championship, which I doubt.
0: I, I don't think they're going to do it again.
1: Yeah, like, I, I just don't think that 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 the Jags have that in them. And uh, so, I, I'm going to stay away from, from Lawrence. I'll have no Lawrence stacks. Or uh, hmm. uh, lineups. Uh, and really, I mean, unless you want to get really super cute and take Zay Jones or I mean, you could take Evan Ingram with the tight end premium. But again, like it, it's kind of cute to, to do that. I think it really it's Christian Kirk or ETN. Um, obviously, now I did play last night when I was on the show with Kramer and Sean. I did play Jags defense. Okay. Again, I think they can potentially win one game, but won't win two games for the kicker and defense. When we get down there, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of what you want to aim for with the kicker defenses. You don't want to, you don't want a kicker. That's going to make it three games because the odds of them outscoring everybody else in their team is super low. So, I mean, there's really no reason to do that. So um, again, yeah, I think ETN is just has a good path to score a lot of points, even if they only play one game.
0: So my thing with this is that I believe they will win game one. I believe that they're going to beat the chargers and I believe it will be on the back of Travis ETN. I have Eckler in this same one. You you know you mentioned the same game pick here because I believe that Eckler will be just the high leverage point.
1: Yeah, we've seen they're William... the same. E-
0: if... Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So if one advances, no matter what, you're getting one of them to advance. But I believe that ETN and Jacksonville they're going to win this week. I don't believe they will beat Kansas City, and that's why I don't have the quarterback in. That's why I don't have any of the receivers in because I feel like of those two games, ETN will be the high leverage point no matter what. You know, we've, we've seen uh, the Chargers struggle at times. I I mean, Jacksonville's playing a home game in the playoffs. When's the last time you can say that happened? You know what I mean? I and Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he's looked really good, but I just don't think this is a Super Bowl team. I think it's a team that will win game one up against uh, the Chargers. I think that they will compete up against against Kansas City. Don't know the spread yet, but I would bet Jacksonville's going to keep that one close. Their offense, you know, they've been moving the ball down the field. If you look at um, – Lawrence's fantasy points across his like last four or five starts looked really good, you know. So they've been, they've been moving the ball, but the matchup against the Chargers, it's just too damn juicy, man. Like, what is it? Fifth most fantasy points allowed to running backs per game, second most rushing yards allowed to running backs per game, eighth most rush yards or rushing touchdowns allowed, excuse me. Like, there's a ton of upside here. And Eckler on the opposite, he's the number one running back this season. So either way, you're getting an elite running back. You know, maybe we don't put Etn into that folder just yet, but uh, elite option, elite volume, we'll say. And I, I like that. I mean, I couldn't. I I was sitting there going back and forth. I was just like, these guys are playing each other. I'm already burning myself. But the more I thought about it and broke it down, I was like, well, I'm getting points regardless. Like you had said, like no matter what, I'm getting somebody that I know will advance. It's not like I'm picking like you know a Seattle and a Giants player and you know a Dallas player if they don't advance you know what I mean and then you're out three teams in the first round you're cornering yourself there and you're putting someone ahead so i'm i'm good with it i don't know if you have anything else to add on eckler i mean he's a stud he's a yeah, stud exactly like,
1: it's if, it's hard to get off of him uh, you yeah. know on that team again like i think keenan allen's a fine play that's a good way to yeah. get a, a little leverage on the field cuz i do think right. going to be very chalky but Eckler's just going to score the most points. He's going to touch the ball the most. He -hmm. has the highest upside of anybody on that team. And if they win, he's still in the next game going to have the highest upside of anybody on the team. So, I mean, it's really hard to get off of him. Mm -hmm. I think I will have a lineup where I don't take Eckler, but almost all my other lineups are going to include Eckler. I mean, he's so hard to get off of.
0: Do you think that Herbert could be this year's uh, Burrow in the playoffs? (laughs) I was I was thinking that when the playoffs like you know like this the end of Sunday, right? And then as I'm starting to break everything down and I'm getting my picks ready, like who I'm gonna go with, I'm like, I just don't see it.
1: No, I mean, could it happen? Yeah, I I don't think there's a zero Jones could go to the Super Bowl, anything can happen. (laughs) Yeah, I I think there's a higher chance for them to do so, but I, I don't like the coaching. And I'm, I'm really sure. skeptical of the defense. Like, like last year, the Bengals defense was just awesome. My man. Like, it's just, I think that that's the biggest thing is it's coaching in the defense. So I think that that really holds mm-hmm. them back. So no, like, honestly, if I, if I had one more lineup to do, and I had to take something between like Trevor Lawrence and Herbert, I think I'd rather just take Trevor Lawrence and, and run with that because Doug P's already done it with a, an oddity of, quarterback situation and stuff. So I he has a really good I mean I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. So Trevor I'd Lawrence was a do...
0: first overall pick. Nick Foles yeah. is an oddity. Now exactly. That's, like that. that's a little different.
1: So he's already done that. So like I, I think I'd rather take the option of Lawrence and have Eckler as opposed to mm-hmm. Herbert and having ETN.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh let's see who I left out because we had the same two. Uh next up in the flex we're looking at uh Dalvin Cook. It wasn't so great up against the uh the Giants a couple of weeks ago pretty middle of the road but this is one where honestly it's a complete f- coin flip to me I could see the Giants winning I could see Minnesota winning just because Minnesota's pass defense is so bad I think was that the I think it was his second game where he went over 300 passing yards this season Dan Jones it went week 17 up against them mm-hmm. um I was toying around with like you know, Richie James in that one or Dalvin cook. And I was just going back and forth and I was like, I'm going to go Dalvin. I'm going to real running back. Like you had said, like you'd want to get a little bit more exposure to receivers. I want to get more exposure to touches. And I feel like he hasn't taken on that same type of workload in the regular season that we've seen. And now he's actually in the postseason. I feel like he could be someone that they lean on outside of Justin Jefferson. Obviously I think Justin Jefferson will be like, you know, the top pick from the team here. But if you go with Dalvin Cook, I feel like you're getting, you know, safer and meaning more meaningful touches because Jefferson's got to blow it open to make his make his day. You know what I mean? And Kirk Cousins, if he can't do it in prime time, how do we expect him to do it in the playoffs? You know what I mean? This isn't yeah. this isn't Sunday 1 p.m. type of football here.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is too that Jefferson's going to be super chalky, way chalky, so. I think it's very good to get off of Justin Jefferson because I believe the Giants could, can and will beat the Vikings. Um, I think there's potential for other skill position players on that team to outscore Justin Jefferson, such mm-hmm. as Dalvin Cook, such as Hawkinson. You know, so there's different ways to get contrarian here. And I this is a team I don't mind getting contrarian on. Um, I do think Justin Jefferson's a fine play, but I think he's going to be so chalky that this is a it, it's a good pivot move to take somebody else on this Vikings team.
0: Anyone else? I mean, I know you're not going to say Adam Thielen.
1: No, hell Oh, no. Hawk, Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I had said Hawkinson because he's okay. Yeah, I. I, I We'll get to Hawkinson in a little bit. <laughs> um
0: I was just thinking off the top of my head, I was like, wait a minute, there's gotta be somebody else there.
1: Yeah, and I'm not playing Kirk either. I I, I don't think they make a run. So it's it's Jefferson or Hawkinson, and that's it. Oh, I'm sorry, and Cook on this team. That's it. Nobody okay. else.
0: Um, let's see. Well, let's just let's just talk up Hawkinson because we'll we both have Kelsey and we'll make him the tight end conversation. Okay. You I, I see how you have it set up. You have Hawkinson as your tight end and you have Kelsey as a flex. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so obviously I have Hawkinson. Um Again, as I just said, like, I want to be a little contrarian with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I do think Hawkinson has the potential to score the most points due to the uh, tight end premium scoring here. I mean, he's just been very good for the Vikings. He's been their number two target hog since mm-hmm. he came to the team back in, you know, whatever week that was, 8-9. Um, so I, I just, I think it's a good leverage play on the field. If he outscores Justin Jefferson, you are in a very good spot. Um, you know, it's obviously same thing with Dalvin Cook. If you're really aiming on this team, I think, to just outscore justin jefferson and and in as many games right. as they're gonna last one or two and uh, i think hawkinson has the best ability to to do that for this team so you know i went hawkinson and again man the, it's so funny like this contest is so simple and it's so difficult all at the same time because you're like well we could do this that's smart but then you're like oh, but then what if they lose but then you're gonna so like <laughs> it's just, i was like talking to myself last night i felt like i was like an insane person <laughs> just talking I feel like
0: myself. i'm playing chess like upside down underwater
1: yeah <laughs> man it's awesome this is one of my favorite contests to do because it's again so simple and so Mm. complex all at the same damn time
0: I like Hawkinson I I would say you know after Jefferson you're looking at him or or Dalvin Cook and yeah he's had a good finish to the season it's just hard for me to trust these guys knowing who I know is playing quarterback like do you think Kirk Cousins is just straight up out of there if they like lose in like a really bad fashion like if, if if they lose in like Kirk Cousin fashion
1: is he, I think he's coming into the last year of his deal. Remember, it's fully guaranteed that, that deal. So if, if they mm-hmm. move him, they, they are taking that huge hit. So, whoever,
0: whoever takes him on.
1: Right. Yeah, correct. Definitely. Cause it's a fully guaranteed contract. Unless somebody's right. going to renegotiate or reconstruct it, you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So maybe if, yeah, I think if it's a really, really bad loss, they probably do because they're not going to want to piss off Justin Jefferson. He's going to be on that team a lot longer than Kirk's going to be. So All if right. it's really bad, I think he goes, but if they lose by like, a field goal or if kirk plays okay i think right. he stays next year and finishes out his contract
0: but i'm just saying if he has a kirk cousins game like i'm talking like sunday night football kirk kirk. cousins <laughs> yeah exactly like and this is hey, this is about as prime as you can get buddy i mean i know it's like a, what a 4 30 game yeah 4 30 eastern game but hey it's the playoffs but all eyes on you uh let's hit a quick word from uh, the sponsors and we'll be right back after this WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here, and great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. This is limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please have, please have them call one 800 522
1: Uh, We have the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. The uh, SGPN has teamed up with Homage for an NFL Playoff Challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, $100 SGPN gift card, which is my favorite, and $100 Homage gift card, which I went through Homage today, and they have some dope apparel. I was checking them out, too. Yeah, man. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback uh, officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at slash homage for all the contest details and to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. Side note when you do download the SGPN uh, app and you fill out anything that has your email on it, you will be added to the distro list for our uh, weekly Best Bets newsletter that comes out
0: have to do that what's up with sgpn tv whenever you get when are we, we going to be on tv oh
1: man it's it, it is live i i watch sometimes like when it should, it's just on sean and kramer stuff right now right right so i think they're testing it and all that but like i'll watch some of other stuff straight on there and it's it's just it's like the same thing as youtube but right. it's cool because it has the sgpn like logo everywhere and so it is i have
0: different. it uh i have it on my apple tv i've got the app on there i've, mm-hmm. I've only watched it a couple of times because i'm always on my phone doing it like you know i'm coming home from work and i got my phone on me and i'm just like all right i'm gonna sit down and oh hey there's sean and ryan let's go let's get it you know like yeah Let's get after the mothership and, you know, show our love. So, <laughs> all right, we got a couple of left here. Uh, Travis Kelsey, this is a home run here. You had already hit it on the head. One and a half um, points for per reception. Three points per reception in the Super Bowl. I think you and I both like the odds of the Chiefs still making it, even, you know, with my Allen in, in the lineup, even with your Burrow in the lineup. Kelsey, he's just going to be that guy for them. He's always the go-to receiver to move the sticks. And we haven't seen Juju Smith-Schuster in the playoffs. I'm not really sure what to expect from him. Same thing with MVS. Like, I don't know if these guys are going to, you know, explode or buckle or break. You know what I mean? Like, those don't feel like trustable options. Jarek McKinnon feels like he's, you know, behind Mahomes and Kelsey as well. But Pacheco and him, I mean, they kind of play a similar role. It's just that McKinnon is... His experience, I feel like, has propelled his production down the stretch of the season. You know what I mean? Like, he yep. has a higher football IQ, NFL IQ over Pacheco, who still has looked pretty good as a rookie. But I feel like he could be like, you know, a McKinnon 2.0 as he progresses. He's not that guy right now. And I feel like when they get down in the red zone and they get, you know, into that high trust space, we got to go to our guys. It's Kelsey or McKinnon. And if you're asking me bet- to pick between the two, it's going to be Kelsey every damn time especially with the statistical advantage that he's going to have.
1: Yeah. The, the the only issue again, and it's not really a huge issue is he's going to be so damn chalky. It's I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to eat the chalk in, in your lineup. And that's why I like to get a little contrarian because I did watch a live stream where they went to like, uh, they, they called it the, the, the boomer opto, meaning like they went through each position and figured like, what is, what is the average person just going to think is the best player on the team? Right. Like, Kelsey's on there man it's it is really hard to get off Kelsey due to the scoring due to you know obviously they have a really good chance of making the Super Bowl and if they do he's scoring you three points every time he catches the ball regardless so I mean Mm -hmm. it's it's very hard to get off Kelsey I do think you hit the nail on the head though um McKinnon is probably the better pick over Pacheco I do think Pacheco is a very very sneaky play It's it's cute for sure but it's it's sneaky I mean he's the goal line guy you know McKinnon's the guy that's scoring all these longer touchdowns you know but pacheco is the goal line guy so i mean it's very interesting as well there but i i don't i don't want anything to do with juju can't trust that again mahomes is like allen right like they spread the ball around all over the hell you know hell and creation right. so um i gotta ask
0: yeah. you really quick what do you think about the presence of john ross oh god i mean yeah if there's not a better fit for him nowhere for him to go like oh tyree kill doesn't play here anymore I've been calling you guys since week two. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call finally.
1: You know what I mean? like. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't his problem after he came into the league blazing fast that he can't catch a ball and that he gets hurt. Yeah. Like, that was the issue. He wasn't he catching was the, balls. I think he got hurt.
0: He was the guy from the replacement. I was about to throw up a ball, but I, I don't have one nearby. I usually <laughs> do.
1: <laughs> Didn't he win an island, by the way? What? For, I'm pretty sure because he, like, set the, the, the record or whatever or had the fastest record at the – combine for the 40 time i think nike uh-huh. was doing like a promo that year or something where like he won like an island i could be way off on that but did I- you say
0: an island yeah like like a big body like in the ocean no yeah. i didn't catch that did what did I, they was that what they did with epstein's island i don't get it oh <laughs> Jesus.
1: Kidding. man we we just got real weird there uh <laughs> I, i'm just
0: saying like who's got islands to give away i mean nike of all people i, I would assume that they have an island but like what (laughs) like what does john ross do with said island does he run around so does he sell it
1: so so here this is from march 4 2017 it says receiver john ross broke the nfl scouting combine record with the 40-yard dash on saturday but he lost out on his opportunity to win an island because of the shoe choice that means he didn't wear nikes if he wore nikes then he would have won an island i remember nike had that up and uh yeah like isn't that crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's nuts. I feel like that's like Magic Johnson. Do you ever did yeah. you watch that HBO show about the uh, the Lakers and Magic Johnson? No, I, I didn't. I, I think it, I think it's called Winning Time. They show the, the the guy who like started Nike approach the you know it's it's not Magic Johnson. It's you know it's a it's a you know parody of of the experiences, right? But uh, they show him coming up to him like Nike. Who the hell is Nike? <laughs> you know what I mean like they go through that whole thing I think he, I think he winds up going with uh Adidas because at the yeah, time they Adidas. had yeah. yeah they had they had more name brand recognition or whatever but that was the first thing that popped into my head when you mentioned that and yeah, John Ross bro you, you, you could have retired already
1: like, yeah you could have had an island like unreal fuck.
0: <laughs> all right anyways b- uh, back to the uh my FPC <laughs> here uh Kelsey yeah it's chalky but I still feel like it's the play to make out of um out of Kansas City, if you're not going Mahomes here, yep. And again, it's just tough for me to prioritize Mahomes over guys like Allen and Burrow who have put up put up like similar fantasy numbers this season when they're getting that extra game and they have just as much likelihood to hit Super Bowl. So yep. that that to me is honestly what propels Kelsey into the lineup because there's going to be other guys in here too, like AJ Brown that do, they don't play Week One. Right, you're going to have Eagles an Eagle player and you're going to have a Chiefs player no matter what. So why sacrifice? the high ceiling of a quarterback not being in your lineup rather than someone like kelsey that no matter what he's gonna push you forward he's gonna he's gonna get you points and he's gonna move you ahead even if he is chalky yep all right uh we just got kicker and defense like right we, yeah just kicker and defense for mine. so just to be clear i think that we're both on the same page here we are picking these two positions uh based on low scoring and they're probably first teams out is that right so,
1: yeah. So, so for kickers or defense, uh, essentially like the way to think about it is you either want a team that is going to lose out week one or right. be, be one and done. So, or, or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, uh, one win and then out, you, you don't right. want anybody to advance because you're not going to score a ton of points with kickers and the, and, and the uh, defense exactly based off of the FFPC scoring, which again, you can find in my article, I've outlined each positional scoring. So you can see that easily. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you don't want teams that are going to advance a ton through. This is also a good Mm -hmm. way to uh, fade some of the chalk. Like, again, I'll just start off here. My kicker is Brett Maher, uh, the Dallas kicker. I'm fading Dallas. I think that they will lose week one. So, I mean, again, I think a lot of people are going to take CD. It's a good way for me to get contrarian while also, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if they do win one game, I don't think they win two. So I'm okay. Even if he wins one game, you know, he can Mm -hmm. still score a decent amount of points um so yeah so i i went brett maher but yeah you don't don't again please and i did put this in the article don't be the guy that's like you know what i'm gonna take the bills defense man this is gonna be great no one's gonna take them like yeah there's a reason nobody takes that because they're never gonna outscore josh allen unless unless they have two kickoff returns you know for touchdowns every week which again not happening
0: not happening Hines, uh tip of the cap yeah, man, that's
1: awesome. Yo, how bone chilling was that? Like first play of the game after the whole Demar thing, and like, oh yeah, it was pretty. It was, it, it, was was, awesome. it
0: was pretty cool. Um, other than the fact, that I think I had Devin Singletary for the first touchdown, but that's okay. Okay, wrong running back.
1: Yeah, talk about a quick doesn't
0: return shot. kicks. <laughs> um i have justin tucker based on the same game theory essentially i don't trust the ravens to advance he's the best kicker there is in in football best kicker there is in fantasy at least the most accurate and the way i'm expecting this that game to go honestly i could see him kicking three or four field goals hopefully from deep you know like i don't expect him to advance i don't believe he is i think he's out he's gonna miss his sixth straight game
1: is he has he been rolled out? I see, I saw two was rolled out for sure. I didn't see anything about Jackson yet. Uh, I just let me
0: yeah. let me pull it up, see what I can get. But yeah, I thought he used airs. Uh, says questionable on him right now. No Lamar at Wednesday's practice no, while backup Huntley was going through the motions and warm ups. Anthony Brown saw the most reps. Dur- 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 Dur. I'm just seeing if there's any update on the notes. No, I thought I saw somewhere though that he was that he was out because I saw six straight. That's what's sticking out of my head, and that's not Tua. That wasn't a Tua headline. So I think they're expecting to be without him. Uh, and even if he does come back, like, what do you think that you're going to get out of Lamar after he misses six weeks? You know what I mean? Like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm I'm not on the Ravens, but you know, I was kind of getting into it with some folks in the SGPN chat on YouTube. Or I don't know if it was earlier or yesterday, but. Man, Harbaugh can coach. Like this team is in, a, in the playoffs. They haven't had their franchise player in six weeks. I think that speaks volumes to what they can do. Do I believe that they can go over the top of the Bengals? No, not even in the slightest. They don't have the same offense. They don't have the same, you know, court level of uh, play at quarterback, running back, <laughs> receiver. Like they outmatch them at every level. Now, if they get down to a dirty, gritty football game, yeah, maybe Baltimore could come up with some crazy upset, but I'm not expecting that. So give me Justin Tucker all the way. Like I said, I think he can hit three or four field goals in a game where they score anywhere from, you know, I don't know, 12 to 16 points. Like I I don't see them scoring over that, you know. Would you take would you take the the Ravens over 15 and a half? Oof. I can't. I can't do it.
1: It depends. If it's let Huntley, me, l- let me maybe. look up what
0: the number is. Let me look up what the number is really quick because I'm in- I'm interested in that actually. If
1: it's Brown, no. If it's Huntley, maybe. I do think Huntley's better of a backup than than Brown is. So, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on who is the quarterback for me at that point.
0: So yeah, I'm looking at same game uh, probably. Give me one second because they're yeah. they're going to give me all the options for the for the Can game. Can you pull goal. up Jake's
1: comment then? Yeah, yeah, he sure, just absolutely. has an update on
0: uh, per Shefty, he says.
1: Yeah, so per Shefty, 38 days after he sprained his PCL, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed another practice and he is on track to miss his sixth straight game. That's, lovely,
0: that's the same thing that
1: I saw. Yeah, this, okay. and again,
0: it's this the sixth straight game that um, they got me. Where the hell is the tolls yeah. for this? So,
1: team? so, so, how do you feel? How cute is it to play Mark Andrews in, in one of these?
0: Do not do that.
1: No, I, I did it on last night's show. And man, you should have saw Sean and Kramer. they were just like looking like, yeah, I mean, the hell's your
0: problem, man?
1: <laughs> they're like, I could see why you wanted to do that. And again, like, I, I did that within the intent of, I thought Jackson had a better shot at playing. Right. Um, You know, I, I was just trying to be a little contrarian there, but I'll, I'll probably end up switching that. You know, that's a, yeah.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Total points. Okay. So the number at 15 and a half to the over is minus 115, 15 and a half. Oh, these numbers aren't that. Let me see here. It says minus 1100 that they will be under 26 points. Man, under 16 and a half is paying minus 135. And then it obviously just goes up. So let's say 20 points, 20.5 to go to the under is minus 320.
1: That is not good.
0: Yeah, not ideal not for a playoff game you're not i mean what are you going to what are you going to do with 18 points in a playoff game who are you who are you going to beat in this nfl today you know what i mean like yeah it's going to be pretty rare Mm. um i think if there's a team to do it it's probably the giants
1: yeah not not
0: the ravens they have a good they have good running back uh a, a quarterback who can run who's not a backup you know like i'm not saying that like if Lamar somehow played that, you know, Dan Jones would be the better quarterback of the two, but it's the starting quarterback who's healthy. And then I'd say they're pretty equal on receivers other than like Mark Andrews, if you consider him a receiver, because the Ravens receivers are trash other than Mark Andrews and Richie James. Honestly, I had him in my first in one, of my lineups and I had to pull him. I was like, eh, I can't do it. I, I like him in his first matchup. I think he will get you points in that first week, but that's it. You know, yeah, yeah that, 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 that's it. And it's because of it's such, such a juicy matchup up against Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Saquon's and-
1: such a um such a chalk play on, on the Giants as well. You know, again, sure. but it's hard to get off Saquon on the Giants. Like it's that's tough.
0: Well, I actually have uh the Giants defense because again, I, I feel like they could be that one cosine. and team. Yep. So yep. That, that, that's where I'm at with them is I think that in that game, their defense will be good and I think they can score a touchdown because Kirk Cousins playing in prime time. Yep. I'll take I'll take one touchdown from my defense in one week and still lose, and I'll be okay with that.
1: So exactly. Yeah, that's that's my thought process on this again. Like uh, on yesterday's show, I took the Jags defense, you know, with, yes, with that same, same mentality of I think Herbert could throw a touch or a uh, interception as well. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you want to try to grab a defense that isn't going to win more than one game and has the mm-hmm. possibility of scoring a touchdown. I think the Giants right. really fit that 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 narrative as well.
0: And that's also why you can't go with the Bengals, because I also think the Bengals could score a touchdown on defense, but we can't do we, it we need Mixon, we need Burrow, one of those receivers. Like, yeah, you, you that, that is not an equitable swap whatsoever. Correct. Um, I think the San Francisco defense could be interesting, but again, it's really hard to get off of CMC with how uh, efficient he's been and how good his first matchup is going to be and how much they'll lean on him with Brock Purdy at the helm. But see, that's the thing is like, do we trust Brock Purdy to actually carry this team deep? You know, because otherwise, if not, then, you know, maybe that defense isn't the worst play.
1: Yeah, I I, so uh, and I wanted to ask you about this too because I brought it up to Sean Ryan. Would you do a Purdy lineup? Mm -hmm. No, it's 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 doesn't this team. It's
0: a rookie QB.
1: Yeah, but doesn't this team give you 2017 Eagles vibes a little bit? No, Nick, not at all. Not at all. Really, good defense. Okay, defense. Both have good defense. Offenses, I would say, are probably very similar. You know, the the Eagles had what Alshon Jeffrey and like they had some pieces. So do the Niners.
0: I don't just, say that name to me again. Don't don't I'm, say. <laughs> oh yeah, okay.
1: no, sorry, Bears. Please, yeah, please Yikes. don't do that again. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide. That was a CJ Uzama moment, my man.
1: Oh like, Jesus,
0: was Al? I'm trying to even remember was Alshon Jeffrey good that year? He was bad with the Eagles. He was not good.
1: I think he was okay that that year for for them, if I remember correctly. But he must have I, I just, I don't know. I think Purdy. I think it's cute for sure, but I, I think it's an interesting lineup to to build because they're the second seed in the nfc right you're taking the quarterback from a very good team now granted i obviously think cmc and kittle can outscore him but Ooh. what if they don't you would have a huge leverage over the rest of the field because there's going to be probably less than two percent of people who take purdy as a lineup yeah. just saying you're, you're something need I'm some, going to do.
0: some big huevos for sure oh, mine, I'm are doing more, mine are more practical size huevos
1: okay like <laughs> Mine are in the wheelbarrow. and pushing it around like in South Park.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, i got my balls in a wagon. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. you know, no, no, you no. Know, you'll be walking away from the bank with some cash on the, on I'll the tell you what, wagon yeah. for
1: sure. If if Purdy, if they're making a nice run and, and Purdy is performing very well, just know I will be very excited about that lineup that I will No, be.
0: It, Hey, I, I I don't hate it. You, you Like I said, you're going to need some big balls to do it. But I just yep. feel like if that team is the team that we think is going to make a run, it's going to be on the back of CMC. Yeah. yeah and I don't disagree. And Purdy can cash in on that, right? Like CMC could catch like two or three touchdowns in any given game. That's who he is. Cool. Purdy got points there, but CMC got more because he has more. He has six points per touchdown, no matter what, period. Purdy's not going to be a guy that runs one in. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to get six point passing touchdowns, in my opinion. He's only going to get four, and he yeah. may only get. He may have game, multiple games with just one, and they're still spanking their competition. You know?
1: Yeah. I just, uh, you know, again, I was galaxy bringing this last night. Like, I'm talking, I'm, like, thinking, my, talking myself into, like, leverage on players. I'm like, man, what if right. they make it to the Super Bowl? Pretty much, I'm going to say at least 75% of people are going to have CMC, right? Like, I would have leverage, so much leverage well, over.
0: Sorry, I almost forgot. What if Would you, Jimmy comes back? They were talking about him coming back for the playoffs. I'm not saying that would happen, but. It's they didn't put him on the IR for a reason. You know what I mean? They've made him available. What if they get to the AFC championship game Um and they pull off or I'm sorry, NFC championship game and they pull a freaking Rex Grossman. They, they they throw him in instead of Kyle Orton. You know what I mean? Like that that happened to him. And look what happened to the Bears. You not when a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. It'd be tough because like who's going to want to really go off of Purdy on that coaching staff now because they just keep winning like he's not he's not bad. He's not performing. I, I agree. I agree. So, no, he
0: was, he was dude. I, I trusted him good. over Dan Jones in the fantasy championship. And look what that did. That, that wasn't good. <laughs> no,
1: that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's just, just something I'm thinking about, you know, I, I of course, like uh, the way you want to work your teams. And I, again, explain this in the article is start from the end and work your way back. So start the right. Super Bowl, work, work your way back. You know, and that, and that, so again, like, I'm just, I'm trying to think of every, different. again, I love this contest. So simple billions of ways to go. It's fantastic, man. It just it really gets my like juices going in my head. I'm like, shit, if I did that. Yeah, man. I could. it's it's amazing. Like we should have four or five people set up on one of these and just start just talking through everything and just make a lineup together. That'd be a, that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, maybe we can do that next week for uh the uh divisional round once we get there.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Cuz everything's going to start over next week, so we can just do it again and have everybody or whoever well, come on and
1: you might want to clarify that a little bit. This contest, as soon as you enter, started from this week, is the entirety of the contest. But next new contest. week, a new contest comes out there after the wild card. And then, yeah, correct.
0: Want to make sure we're getting it right. Yep. All right, cool. Do You got anything to share before we head out uh, for tonight?
1: Just as a reminder, again, go to sportsgamingpodcast.com. Click on the fantasy tab. Uh, actually, hold on. Let's see here if I do it. So go to fantasy. And then the tab after that is called fantasy football. It's right on the main page currently. The FFPC Playoff Challenge Overview and Strategy Go take a look at it, please. Um, you know, I did put some some nice work into it. Did some research. Um, I didn't go. It's a very low level. I didn't want to go too level. You know, too high of a level because it could become a novel with how many different ways you can go here. But um, it breaks down each position, the scoring, the the overview, the positional strategy. I ranked my top fourteen at each position outside of kicker and defense, obviously, because that's pretty easy to, 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 you know, narrow down, but go, go check it out. Um, feel free to give me feedback on it if you guys want to, but um, yeah, it's, it, it'll definitely help, especially if you're new at doing this, it'll, it'll definitely help you just be able to think about how you should be structuring and rebuilding your, uh, your strat, your lineup here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And give us your best pick your lock for this weekend.
1: Oh boy. Um, I know you
0: hate Dallas, I know you want to say Tampa Bay.
1: I really do. It does scare me though. Like, I feel I'm, I'm I can way, see it in your eyes. I'm putting way too much faith in Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> but I th- that's a good one. Hold on, let me just pull it open real quick because I, I again, I've been doing so much with this article, I uh, I mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to really narrow it down here. Let me just pull these open and see what what we got here. Mine
0: is also the four or five matchup, but I'm going with Jacksonville.
1: <clears throat> so, you're taking Jags, was that plus two right now, plus two and a half?
0: Um, I was actually just trying to pull it up because I wanted to see what I was getting.
1: On the app I'm using currently, it's plus two. I've like every single da- app downloaded those. So there's that.
0: I still have a few uh, to take advantage of on the bonuses here in Maryland. So yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the nice legal.
0: thing. When, when it becomes legal in your state, then you're just like, oh, well, I can use this book for a while. I use all their you know free bets and free stuff that they're going to give away and then move on to the next one. So yeah, Jags at plus 115 all day um home dogs in the playoffs please please thank you
1: i know and that's exactly that's what what the Bucks i don't like to do. use the
0: expression free money but come on
1: yeah um man you know i'll take the Bengals. uh it's currently at eight and a half on this app if you can get it to eight <sighs> i would smash yeah. that but man if, no if no jackson too like you just read what their point total is like the Bengals if they score under 25 points i'll be surprised so like i I really
0: i want to get an alt line really quick and i know we're kind of holding up the show here to to head out but if you're still listening and you know just make sure you download the episode uh i want to i want to see like the alt lines for yeah give us a like too
1: everybody Uh, we always forget to say that and i'm like damn it i'm like you know what we should tell people like like the video subscribe if you haven't Mm -hmm. already please it does help us (laughs) we
0: got a lot of things to talk about Oh, let's see here. Dur, 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 dur. Ooh, ooh. Minus 13 and a half plus 165.
1: That's not bad. No, that's definitely doable, especially in this matchup.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I would go farther north than that. Four, minus 14 and a half, meaning you got to win by 15, is plus 205.
1: Yeah, well, you're already on the cusps uh, with eight and a half. You're already on the cusp of like where you should and should not be on the betting lines due to the total. You know, there's right. like a thing of I forget what the certain total points spread wise is mm-hmm. that once the point total is below like 42 and a half, you don't want to go over this because they're suckering you in. Because, again, like right. this has to be kind of like a blowout for that to both hit, you know, so it's.
0: Well, yeah, if they put if they had put this up to 10, I mean, t- you know, typically that would be the smash under, but the under I still also think is kind of low
1: yeah a little bit i I
0: could see the bengals easily scoring 28 in this game easily that's 12 points that's that's 12 points out of out of the ravens which i think they're perfectly capable capable to do give me those give me those four kicks from tuck please thank thank you
1: yeah a fun thing to do in the uh i I love the playoffs for uh anytime touchdown bets so Mm -hmm. i'll have one from each game parlayed together so that'll be six six players to score a touchdown
0: if you want to get really fun with it, I've been doing this with uh, – I, I fully trust. I fully co-sign this. Anyone can come at me in any form, fa- shame, any form, shape, or fashion. Travis ETN scores a touchdown this week. I did this against Houston. It's the same type of juicy matchup on the ground, right? You go compare the numbers between the two. He's going to be the high leverage point. So if I'm putting something together, he's going to be my anytime TD scorer. I'm going to have probably like attack like the lowest amount of points I can get to the over for the Jags. I'll probably go ahead and target a low number on Lawrence's yardage. I'll probably take an under on the highest yardage I can get from Herbert. And then I'm trying to think of something else in here. Maybe the total, maybe that game I go to the under. Cause again, I'm not, I'm not going to trust the Chargers in this one. I feel like we're going to get more of a grinded out type of game. It's not going to be a shootout. So another pick like that, like a lot of like minus 500 picks that that any time touchdown and then like something with, you know, with the spread or the total or something like that. And I've been getting really good numbers, like like plus 205 for like five or six, like really easy picks. And then there's just that like that one in there that, you you know, you kind of have to guess on. But I don't think ETN scoring a touchdown is a guess. He, it's at minus 130 for him to score any time.
1: Yeah. So obviously they think that that's going to happen as well. So, and again, like if you want to, you know, especially with the FFPC playoff challenge, go and look at the games right now and see who they think are going to score touchdowns. See, you know, which, which teams are going to score a lot of points. Like it's, it's a good and easier way I should say to, to take a look at it and be like, all right, Vegas thinks this, it's probably, you know, pretty accurate. You know, maybe I lean this player in the FFPC. So again, you can go into gambling and just also take a look at it and help you uh, build your lineup. I love Sounds good. Look. Sounds good. Oh God, so, <laughs> I love it so much. I,
0: I love. I I don't know if I've told you this this before specifically, but I was using offshores before it became legal in Maryland. It was like I was betting from prison. It was like I was slipping a note to the guard, and he was running down to the bookie, you know, in visitation and placing my bets for me. The amount of options that I have for parlays, same game parlays, like there were so many picks, and I'm I'll 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 call them out. BetOnline.ag, you punks. Yeah, I was making money off of them, sure. But I had to go to the freaking not 7-Eleven, but CVS to cash my money. You know, they're charging me just as much to make a withdrawal as I'm p- depositing. You know, like the minimum deposit's 50. Oh, by the way, on this oh, withdrawal, we're taking 45. I'm like, the fuck? Are you kidding me? No, no. Like, I, I, honestly, if you're like me and you have a gambling problem, if you're just straight D-gen, let's ride, then, yeah, you're probably going to fall into that pit. But, man, it it was like playing, you know, checkers and now i'm playing chess you know what i mean like it was so crazy all the things that i was limited from doing now that like the floodgates are open and you have all these different options and just like bonuses too. whatever sports book you go to there's always going to be like rewards and benefits like oh hey here's a free bet for this bet five dollars on a same game and get another free dollar five free dollar bet like that i wake up in the
1: morning for that stuff like ooh, what do i get mm-hmm. yeah ooh, it's cool um, I'm still Ooh. waiting on WinBet to come to uh, good old Pennsylvania right? here.
0: Right. Well, I'm still waiting on them to get to Maryland. Let's go, WinBet. I mean, we we stand up for you every damn day. We're brought to you by WinBet for crying out loud. So hopefully they get their act together and start getting active in a bunch more states.
1: Hell yeah! I, I want to give them I money. Can,
0: I can drive down to Virginia. I want the perks. I want, I want all the insider perks. That's uh, what I want.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> we kind of work for you guys. So yeah. So
0: if you could just like give us some money to bet and lose, that would be
1: fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah, be I'll fantastic. <laughs>
0: I went to a, a, um, a premier party for another sports book that I'll leave on un- unnamed here in Maryland, who was, who was active in the state. And I, I was invited by some, uh, some other SGPN people from the area. And, we got a ton of free money from them, <laughs> a ton of free bets just for showing up and hanging out and eating free food. It was fantastic. So win bet, please get active in Maryland and do exactly yeah. that so we can go <laughs> party with win and get some free shit. Uh, All right, yeah. We're going to head out. This is a long one and a very good one. We will see you next time. Please be sure to download the episode. Give us a positive review. And if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button. Let's go. I'm Justin. He's Andrew. Follow us on YouTube at our handles below. Take care be well be good can't be good be good at it we'll see
1: ya